This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hey, great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you taking the time. We've got a big program coming your way today. Big show heading your way. Elon Trulovich, who is a, an actor. He's also a filmmaker. He's a, a, the CEO of a watch company called Egard Watches, or Agard Watches. And he's a guy in Hollywood who's not afraid to say what's true versus what's false. He's not a guy who gets in line. And like me, he was bothered by that Gillette commercial a few years ago that basically said all men are toxic and men are no good and masculinity is bad. So um, he's going to come on today and talk about that. We also have Mike Davis on. There's an update. you got to get an update on what's happening in Washington because there's a lot going on in Washington that I think a lot of people don't know about. One is McCarthy now says there is an impeachment inquiry. And two... You've got Matt Gates, who was scheduled to come on the program today, but then something changed, um, probably because he was out announcing this. Matt Gates is now questioning whether McCarthy should keep that seat. And he's actually talking about possibly bringing a vote to vacate the seat if McCarthy doesn't do what he says that he would do. So there's a lot going on, lots to get to, lots to talk about. Joe Biden, by the way, in Alaska yesterday, for no reason, just because he could be. And those of you in Alaska, we've got three stations in Alaska, you probably weren't very happy that he was there. He's the first president since the attacks of 9-11 who has not gone to New York, to D.C., or Shanksville, and many did all three in the same day, um, on the anniversary of that date. And the, the reason that was given is so stupid, you didn't have to hear it. But Biden, while giving comments yesterday in Alaska, said that he did something on September 12th of 2001 that he just didn't do. Not even on a Tuesday. <laughs> Let's go. That's Carrie Lockie, Chocolate Voice. How you doing? I'm all right. Did you hear what Joe Biden said he did on September 12, 2001? No, I did not. We'll have that for you, Carrie. This is why we keep you around. Okay. This way I can tell you stuff during the show. Polo's here, making it happen. Sam Bam with the plan. Stan, let's go. I'm your talk monkey, Joe Pags. By the way, those of you who like watching the program, JoePags.com, click on Watch Now. One would assume Joe Biden would know what he did the day after 9-11. One would, I would think that you would know that. In his recent stint over in Vietnam and in South Asia, um, just made an absolute fool of himself. The things he was saying. They had to cut his mic off at one point. Karine Jean-Pierre had to say, that's it. Press availability over. <laughs> That's how afraid they are. Carrie, this is the guy that Kareem Jean-Pierre wants us to believe she can't keep up with. Right. Right. She has said that. He has so much energy, she cannot keep up with Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, he's there yesterday in Alaska. Again, the first president since the attacks 22 years ago that has not gone to one of the sites, if not all of them, 
the day of to commemorate it. You had Kamala Harris yesterday with Kathy Hochul, the governor of New York, laughing it up, waving at people at Ground Zero. Had Bernie Carrick on yesterday on this program where the former commissioner said he was sickened by the fact that uh, Alejandro Mayorkas was there. You had Rudy Giuliani, the former mayor who saved this country uh, after 9-11, who said he had to leave early because he couldn't stay there with those people. And Biden was in Alaska. Now, yesterday, and I, and I did a, a come-on video on this on Instagram, on TikTok, on, on YouTube. You guys can go check that out. It's either Joe Talk Show or Joe Pags. Go check it out. Where I show Peter Ducey saying what he was told by the administration that um, 22 years after Pearl Harbor, presidents weren't going to Hawaii anymore. Okay, that was the answer that was given. Yeah, heard it. I mean, maybe I missed something, but what? So we have that, and then we have this. Joe Biden, in September of 2001, was a U.S. senator from the great state of Delaware. Biden was, I think he was still the Judiciary Committee chairman, something like that. But he was a a high-ranking official. He'd been in there for a long time, since the 70s. And he was in the Senate the next day. I'm going to show you proof that he was in the Senate the next day, because I've got the video. But here's what he said yesterday in Alaska. To renew our sacred vow, never forget, never forget, we never forget. Each of us, each of those precious lives stolen too soon when evil attacked. Ground Zero in New York, and I remember standing there the next day and looking at the building. I felt like I was looking through the gates of hell. It looked so devastating because the way you could, from where you could stand. Carry any confusion whatsoever as to what Joe Biden said he did the day after 9-11? No. Because he went there the next day, ground zero. That's what he said. The devastation. It looked like he was looking through the gates of hell. He yes. said that, right? Yes, he did. And he said the next day. He didn't say, eh, you know, afterwards. He said the next day, did he not? He did. All right, well, here was Joe Biden the next day. Many in his constituency have died. Part, buildings in this state are still burning. And in the ultimate American way, he calls at the end of his speech for not abrogating the basic cherished liberties that this nation has. If if we're to believe that's the same guy, this is somebody they're calling Senator Joseph Biden, Democrat from Delaware, in the Senate, on the Senate floor, giving a speech the day after 9-11. You're thinking, well... He could have just gotten on a plane or a train or something and gone to New York afterwards. Well, no, you couldn't have gotten in there so easily. Everything was shut Everything well, was shut down. I was going to ask, were they letting U.S. senators when they were in rescue mode, still in rescue mode the day after? Are they letting U.S. senators just walk around and look at the devastation? I would imagine no. Perfect question, because they're still trying to save lives. They thought there were still people alive mm-hmm. in the rubble. So no, nobody was going there and visiting from the U.S. Senate. So John Kirby, who is a spokesman for the uh, for the president, was asked today by Fox News, well, why did Biden say that? Why did he say that he was there the next day? Because he wasn't there the next day. Well, he went uh, about a week or so after the attacks with other members of Congress to see Ground Zero for himself and have a chance to talk and thank the first responders. He just attributed uh, the visit a little earlier uh, in the remarks than what had actually occurred. But he was there. He did go to Ground Zero. So that was, that was a mistake. He just he attributed, he attributed the visit to a, a time which was actually turned out to be about a, a week after the attack. Okay. <laughs> what? Hmm. He attributed the visit to a time that was about a week after what? 
he attributed the visit. First, he says he attributed the visit to a few days earlier. So if he says a week, it probably was a week or two weeks afterwards where a contingent from the House and Senate went to Ground Zero, assessed the damage, talked to the first responders. I'm sure he went at some point. But again, if I'm listening to what he said in Alaska, he said, I went the next day. To renew our sacred vow, never forget, never forget, we never forget. Each of us, each of those precious lives stolen too soon when evil attacked. Ground Zero in New York, and I remember standing there the next day. And looking at the building, I felt like... How hard is it to say a week or two later? Why say the next day? Why always embellish to make himself look better? Why always make up some memory that somehow, you know, the whole half the house almost fell down. They had to save my wife and the cat. You know, I I don't understand why the guy keeps doing this. And for an administration that brags, it lauds itself the most transparent we've ever had. The lies are stunning. They aren't even embarrassed by the lies. They didn't think we had video proof of Joe Biden speaking in the Senate the next day. They didn't think that we could ask people who were there like Rudy and Bernie and President Bush. Hey, did Joe Biden go on on the 12th? Carrie, you make the most pertinent point. You know you don't want some freaking U.S. senator from Delaware to show up and say, hey, how's it going? No, 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 no. They're busy trying busy. trying to find people. I mean, the the ground zero area was smoking for weeks. So the idea that he went there the next day, it just blows my mind. And maybe, just maybe, that's why they relegated him to Alaska. This is nothing against Alaska. Alaska, I love you guys. We've got three stations there. We love you. You call in all the time. You take part in my chat and the live video stream, the whole deal. But, man, I'm sorry that he had to be there. Did they think we didn't have video cameras in Alaska yesterday? Did they think we couldn't uplink to a satellite and see what this dork was saying? It just, just makes it up as he goes. And instead of saying... The president misspoke. I mean, if Kirby just says, listen, he made a mistake, he doesn't. He says he attributed it, he attributed the visit to a few days earlier than it was. Why did he say that he was there the next day? Because he wasn't there the next day. Well, he went uh, about a week or so after the attacks with other members of Congress to see Ground Zero for himself and have a chance to talk and thank the first responders. He just attributed uh, the visit a little earlier uh, in the remarks than what had actually occurred. But he was there. He did go to Ground Zero. So that was, that was a mistake. He just he attributed, he attributed the visit to a, a time which was actually turned out to be about a, a week after the attack. Okay. Can you imagine, Carrie, uh, let's <sighs> say I saw you last Tuesday. Uh-huh. And I said, yeah, I saw that Carrie yesterday. And then you said, well, no, you didn't see me yesterday. You saw me a week earlier than that. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine me saying, well, I attributed when I saw you <laughs> no. to a few What does that even later. mean? I don't, I don't understand know. what he means when he says that. It was a mistake. Can you just own it. Own it. I mean, and, and, and if they did... This, they're smart enough to know this. If they owned it, like you said, it would go so much better for them. Yes, because we all know. They just Obviously, for some reason it was a mistake. Can't. Just say it's a mistake and we'll all get on with our day. But that's a really weird way to answer that. It doesn't make sense to me. And again, the spin doesn't make sense because it's not like, listen, I guess there were a few people with large accounts on Twitter and stuff. That'll say, hey, he attributed it to a few days earlier than it was. He really, he went a week or so later. He did go. Hey, come on. He didn't lie. He went. <laughs> and they're going to go with that on their big accounts, and maybe they'll get some other little dweebs follow. But the regular American that voted for Joe Biden, because maybe they just didn't like Trump, or maybe they thought it was time for a change, or maybe they 
had their arm twisted by their family members or friends, and they voted Biden. The regular American has to be really, really embarrassed right now because there's nothing this guy says that they can they can get him out of. The dog-faced pony soldier yesterday, the good evening Vietnam crap that he did, getting lost in, and saying, staff, staff, he's up at the freaking podium at the microphone yelling for staff to help him, and we're just supposed to accept that he's okay. And then when you sit down with somebody like KJP or this Kirby idiot or, or fill in the blank, Antony, Blinken, they say stupid things like, I can't keep up with him. He runs us ragged. He's crazy energetic. Knowing that he was on vacation three and a half weeks out of four, knowing that when he did find the microphone, he said the dumbest things, knowing that he still ignored what's happening in East Palestine, Ohio, knowing that he went to Maui and said the dumbest things about comparing his kitchen fire to people losing their children and their families in this fire. I mean, the guy's gone. The guy's gone. You know, Sam, this probably won't happen, but let's open the phone lines. I, I double, triple dog dare somebody who voted Biden, literally voted for Biden, to call in right now and defend your vote. I would love that because I don't think you can do it. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. We're coming right back. This is the Joe Pags Show. Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. There's a lot going on, lots to get to, lots to talk about. It is the Joe Pag Show for your Tuesday. Yeah, Joe Biden said that he went to ground zero the day after 9-11. He did not. Um, Kirby, this doofus Kirby from a, a spokesman forum from the State Department, I believe, or, or actually from National Security, he says, ah, it was a week or so later. So if it's a week or so later, uh, it probably way more than a week later, because the or so covers his bases. And instead of saying, you know, the president misspoke, he was a... Uh, uh, at that moment, he was emotional about what happened on 9-11. He just wanted to relay that we should never forget. And and he made a mistake on the... Uh, Carrie, wouldn't that go a mile if Absolutely. he just said that? Absolutely, yes, yes. Wouldn't that be refreshing? But, You're out there covering him. He just says, <laughs> you know what, man? Refreshing. I got caught up in the moment. Yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't that be something? The mis- I mean, president made a mistake. Um, but this attributing thing, I've... What? That he attributed it to sense. a few days later or mm. earlier than it actually happened. I actually have to play that soundbite again because I don't know that I've ever in my years used the term attributed to covering a mistake I made. <laughs> That's you know a new what I mean? one. Yeah, that is a new one. Hey, did you change it? Well, yeah, I changed it last week. Well, when did you go? I don't know, on the, on the, on the first? Well, that's two weeks ago. Well, I attributed it to the change of oil. What? Six days later yeah, it- than it actually happened. Come on, dude. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. We've got high interest rates, 22-year high interest rates. Banks are collapsing. The very real threat of a deep recession is upon us. You've got to get a hold of my friends over at Swiss America right now, a trusted leader of precious metals for 40 years. They help people like you and me protect our hard-earned assets. Speaking of assets, where's your money right now? In the market? Maybe a solvent bank? You hope so anyway. No wonder why so many knowledgeable people are calling Swiss America. With your money safely tucked away in a precious metals deal, you can help insulate yourself, your family, and your future from economic turmoil. Right now, Swiss America is offering my listeners beautiful Walking Liberty half dollars at the amazingly low price of $13.50 each delivered. Limit 250 coins per customer while supplies last. Get this amazing deal right now by calling or texting 
800-289-2646 or visit SwissAmerica.com slash PAGS, P-A-G-S. Mention me, Joe PAGS, when you call or text 800-289-2646 or visit SwissAmerica.com slash PAGS, SwissAmerica.com slash P-A-G-S. Message and data rates may apply. So before we hit the break, I let you hear Joe Biden said that he was at ground zero a day after it happened, so September 12, 2001. I showed video proof that he was actually on the Senate floor giving a speech, didn't go to ground zero for a week or so later, according to his own spokesman, Kirby, when asked by Martha McCallum over on Fox. Why did he say that he was there the next day? Because he wasn't there the next day. Well, he went uh, about a week or so after the attacks with other members of Congress to see Ground Zero for himself and have a chance to talk and thank the first responders. He just attributed uh, the visit a little earlier uh, in the remarks than what had actually occurred. But he was there. He did go to Ground Zero. So that was, that was a mistake. He just he attributed, he attributed the visit to a, a time which was actually turned out to be about a, a week after the attack. Okay. So that was a mistake, and he can't say yes. That was a mistake. You can play that five more times and it still wouldn't make any sense. It doesn't because nobody's ever attributed it to a few days this way I, or that way. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand. understand. Yeah. I really don't. Let me, let me go to the phone lines. Um, I wanted somebody who voted for Biden and Kevin Pennsylvania did, in fact, um, vote for Biden. I, listen, God bless you for calling in and having the guts to, to admit it. Are you going to defend your vote? I absolutely will, yeah. Go ahead. Um, so in... 16, I'm a lifelong Republican conservative. Great. Um, in 16, I thought, I thought both candidates were not conservative and neither was fit to be president of the United States, so I didn't vote. Right. Uh, in 20, uh, for the first time in my life, I voted for a Democrat. Um, and again, it was because I did not believe that Donald Trump was fit to be president of the United States. And it, it's on this basis. As a conservative, I believe in order, stability, um, predictability in our leaders. And the truth is, and I know this is crazy because I would have never thought I would ever get to this point in my life as a Republican. I really felt in 2020 that Joe Biden was the more conservative candidate between the two people, mainly because of the unpredictability of Donald Trump with his language, uh, with his decision-making, with him throwing his own people under the bus constantly, um, with him saying that the election was rigged before there was even an election, um, you know, going after the courts, going after different parts of our, you know, as a conservative, yeah. I'm a Madisonian conservative. I believe in the system and I believe in preserving the system. And I don't think Donald Trump is invested in that. That's why I voted for Joe Biden. All right, Ke- I Kevin, I got to I got to stop. I got to stop Joe you because I'm going to I'm going to run out of time. I gave okay. you like two minutes, um, okay. and I'm not going to have time hey, to respond. I'm not going to respond. I uh, have time to respond to you. Very simply, are you still standing behind your vote today, seeing what he's done? Oh yeah, I'm still standing behind my vote. But I would love in 24 to have a Nikki Haley yeah. versus. I'd love to have two different people running, and I would love to vote for a Republican. So nominate a Republican who is an actual conservative, yeah. and I will come right back. All right. Well, Kevin, I'm going to say a couple of quick things, and then after the break, I'll actually give a longer response. 
But A, you're not conservative, never have been. B, Donald Trump did exactly what he said he would do. He stood exactly by the policies he said he would do as, as the president. He Not only did he do it, he did it to a fault to where people said, dude, you don't have to do what you said you would do. And he still did it. The idea that you still stand behind your boat for Biden shows me that you care more about how you feel about a candidate than actually what a candidate has shown to do. Because you might have felt better about Biden in 2020, but I would have so much more respect for you today had you said for two and a half years, this guy's let me down. This guy's really, really stunk up the joint, and I'm embarrassed by my vote. The fact that you didn't say that tells me the world. But I'm going to give you a longer response when we come back after the break because that I wanted to make sure you got it out. I didn't want to cut you off. But, man, that was, that was kind of unbelievable. We'll have a response to what Kevin just said. Your calls too, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Plus, are they going to remove McCarthy? Keep it here. Joe Pags.